it's practical, it's good, it's in good shape, it's, you know, it's not, not worn out, you know, I've been given it by my uncle and he's fantastic, uh, but does it bring me joy? No, out. Hello, I'm Radek. I'm Michael. And this is the podcast. A sounding board for interesting ideas and insights. We discuss books we read and want to share with you. As well as technology and productivity, which is what we do by day working on our app, Nosby. Or whatever else comes to mind. So this is one of the whatever else comes to mind episodes. And uh, well, we will talk Not about really. books, but there yes. will be a book here. Yeah, but something quite different, right? Yep. So we want to discuss today um, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up by Marie Kondo. Exactly. Uh, This is the Polish version of the book, which I'm showing in the video. Yes. Uh, And this is something I think you've read a long time ago. Is that that right? Like one year ago or something. Yeah. Okay. I I thought it was earlier than that. I I remember like you said, you know, telling me about this book for a long time. Mm-hmm. I'm going to check uh, on my uh, uh, blog, but I think so. Yeah, yeah I think so. Mm. All right, uh, w- whatever it is. Um, yeah. th- this is a book I, I've known about for, for quite some time. I know you've been telling me I should read it. I know Rafał from, you know, friend of the, of the show uh, was telling me I should read it. And I was, I was rather skeptical about it and even more skeptical when I, I got a copy. Uh, actually... I had it somewhere on my list and I would normally read an audiobook, but I just happened to notice um, a paper version in Polish, uh, the, the same you, you held up to the, to the camera and, and at a friend's place, and I, I bro- borrowed it. And it sat on my, um, on my cupboard, um, um, gathering dust for many months <laughs> with the, yeah. with the uh, inevitable conclusion that I will give up in, after half a year, return the book and buy the audiobook and then read it. Uh, but but that didn't happen. I, I, I read it last week on uh, on Sunday. And when I picked up the book, I was even more skeptical. Like there are there are so many red flags about this book. It's like I would have never read it if not for the fact that uh, that you recommended that that I do. That, that it was already sort of reviewed by a, a trusted friend because <laughs> like <laughs> it is very easy to to put it in the same category of like bullshit, like uh, the secret or or that that sort of books. Like, I mean, first of all, it's called the life changing magic of tidying up. Okay, life changing. Like, life changing. Right there, there is literally there's literally a chapter in the book that is titled "How Tidying Up Will Change Your Life," and the eyes rolled so hard you could hear the friction. Uh, <laughs> right, like she she's she she has this very emotional way of talking about this stuff like she's uh you know she's saying thank you to op- you know to a- inanimate objects that uh, that she doesn't want anymore uh, there's this like mystical magic thinking uh, so it's it's like she's uh, greeting her house when she comes back <laughs> she's 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 putting the keys away but you know you have to just you know as a, a little bit background check you know in in in, in japan Things mm-hmm. are like that. I mean, not not exactly like that, but they are like they they um take so much pride and so much care for objects. Like like when they give you a business card, um they they give it give it to you with two hands. And also mm-hmm. uh, when you're paying with credit card, which is not contactless, it's the same. You give them the credit card with two hands. They accept the credit card with two hands. They put they they put it with with actually almost two hands. You know, to this you know card reader. <laughs> like it's it's there's the whole. Uh, process and there's the whole for example they have the whole celebration when you give them a business card you first take the business card you have a look and then you uh, uh, put it into your pocket you don't just take it with one hand and put it straight in your pocket this is not nice Mm -hmm. and this is uh, impolite so 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 you have to understand that she's japanese and in, in japan this is how like many things are done and that's why you know they they bow a lot you know so it's like this is this um ongoing joke that uh joke well thing that if you're a European, 
you step on the Japanese ground, on Japanese soil, and you start bowing immediately. You, you don't know why, but because everybody's <laughs> bowing, you're bowing as well, and you're like, what am I doing? What am I doing? <laughs> right? <laughs> it's just so contagious. <laughs> so um, so this is, uh, you know, and, and, and because they bow so much, like she, I can, like when I was reading that, I could, I, I, for me, it, being, you know, having been to Japan several times, I, I wasn't at all surprised that she was bowing and thanking her house and, and, and everything like that. Yeah, I, I I didn't have that 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 context, uh, but we'll, we'll we'll get to that. Like, still, you have to read this book with with a level of um, common sense. Like, you you have to filter some things out. You you have to just yeah. let some things go and 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 mm-hmm. not 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 get hung up on them because there is like this book is 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 brilliant and and actually like. Like there is some like total bullshit in this book, but most things that seem like bullshit are actually pretty clever. Like there's a method in this madness. Like even in most things that that seem so outrageously um, irrationally wrong, uh, some of them have like they a really like significant sliver of fruit of of truth if if you just look at them in with in a certain way. Yeah, what I wanted to say is that we, we've already been a little bit through this that. Our, you know, because we do this podcast, we do it some, very often because we have read some books and we want to share them. And mm-hmm. our experience has taught us that there are some books which have like, like most of it can be, you know, BS or can be just very, like you have to be really, you know, you know really patient because you don't like, for example, the, nar- the narrative of this author or whatever. Like in this case, it's not, it wasn't that much of the case, but I've had, I've had, like, I've recently read a few books, which just, like, with so many red flags, I wanted to put it away, like, like almost every, like, every minute. But then there are a few gems of information or a few gems of, 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 you know, of things that that they hit home, and and mm-hmm. and, and that's why sometimes we cringe, but we, you know, keep it going because we believe that you know if somebody recommended this thing they must have been something there and um, yeah. sometimes it's not there and it's it's it's, it's a goner but usually there is something there uh, and and uh, that's why uh, I applaud you for you know for sticking to it and just reading although <laughs> despite of the red flags yeah yeah well that's a minority most most, most books that have so many red flags are just worthless but but if someone does you know someone trusted does recommend recommend it to me i, I will i will take a look because like i, I you know I, I trust your judgment that when you say i have to read something like there must be something in it right um and and and, and besides i was thinking like who needs this like who's so preoccupied with things and tidying up to write a book about it but it's the same thing as with like personal finance we've just talked about a couple of weeks ago and and dieting like like there's nothing to write about it like it's it's obvious like uh you know have less things and tidy them up better right like what's what's there to write about yeah i mean you know uh I think for not for us as the podcast, as the podcast crew, is natural progress. We talked about diets. We're already the dieting experts on the internet. <laughs> now we are financial ex- experts on the internet, and now we'll become you know the decluttering experts on the internet. <laughs> Thanks to this episode. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, the internet will hate us anyway. Yeah. Uh, but just to before we we get to the meat of of this book, just to show how much I I found this book insightful and and good despite uh, the red flags that, that I encountered, I picked up this book at, at 10 p.m. one night on a, on a Saturday. And I kept reading it until 1 a.m. when I realized it's 1 a.m. and I should go to sleep. Oh. I woke up on Sunday at 8 a.m., as I normally do, and after breakfast at 8.30, I got back to reading this book, and I finished before 10 and, and I finished the, the book in just a couple of hours. And then I immediately started to apply the lessons and I was done completely, like 100% done with uh, applying the lessons from the book uh, by midnight uh, or, or by, by 10 p.m. So in 24 hours, I, I, was, I was done with this book, but like positively speaking. Wow. So in 24 hours, you not only read the book, but you actually yes. applied everything 100%. Yeah. And I... Uh, I wow. That's a record, man. Yes, it is. It is a record, I think. And I, I got rid of, I think, 15, you know, 35 liter uh, bags of, of, of trash. Wow. <laughs> I, I didn't think I have so many things left. Like, I, I already, yeah. like... You never I'm, do. I'm, pre- I'm pretty minimalist, right? Uh, yeah, we always uh, think we are. Ju- 
just to be clear, when I say get rid of things, I, I, I mean, you know, uh, give away or uh, recycle or whatever is appropriate. But, but like 15 bags of, of things that are no longer yours in the house. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, just, that's just my stuff, right? And there's like common house stuff, which I, I, I couldn't just uh, get rid of, even though I really wanted to. So, <laughs> all right. So let's, let's get started with this. Um, I think the, the interesting big um, topic here when talking about tidying up, when talking about, you know, living in like simple, in simplicity and minimalism and, and just having things tied, tidied up in, in your house is that you you have to get rid of things like you you can't you can't just organize them more neatly in in more boxes right like Marie Kondo said that experts in organizing things are hoarders and 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 that's true like when you feel the tendency to to buy more boxes and organize more things that's that's a that's a red flag because in reality the problem is that you have too many things right yes. and then and then the fascinating thing is that even for 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 people you know as supposedly rational as as you and I like there's so much emotion involved in in objects and things and getting rid of them especially like it's so painful not not logically just just it's so emotionally painful to get rid of things even though you know that you wanted you want to get to a state where you, everything is tidied up right it's you know i i i I just checked. I uh, heard about the book one and a half year ago. I wrote about it on my blog more than one year ago. And I remember when I applied this first uh, to my home office, so, so to this place, I first applied the, this principle of, of, of tidying up. I remember at the beginning, I was, it was painful for me to throw away one cable. Like, <laughs> this is a cable that costs like, you know, $1. Like and I've never I have never used it. So if I ever need it, I'm gonna spend the one dollar to for this cable. You know, it's it was it's it's but 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 when I crossed you know this 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 threshold when I threw it away, it felt so good. And then I realized, yes. okay, let me throw let let's throw away some other cables, <laughs> right? But the very beginning was really hard. Yeah, because like I I wanted to give context because I I think not everybody feels this. Like to do some people you know, lots of stuff is, is not a problem, right? But so like, if it doesn't bother someone not to have things tied up, you know, fine. Uh, but, but, but for me, like the, the, the difference is, is significant. Um, like, first of all, it's, it's just sort of a, a, a human thing, not, not a rational thing, but a human thing that it, it's, it's like overwhelming to have so much stuff. It's, it's sort of noisy and, and it, it's hard to focus when there's so much stuff around. Like I, I need to have my desk clean before I can focus on work. Right. So that's one thing. And second is, second is, 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 is rational, which is that it's so annoying. It, it's, it's so wasteful when you're trying to find something and you don't know where it is you don't know if you have it and it takes ages to find something because one kind of thing might be in one of five different places right and and you and every time because there's so much stuff like crammed in a in a in a box or in a drawer every time you try to find something and 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 take it you make an even even bigger mess and then it's even harder to find anything to get anything um and it's it's just you know it's it's much easier and 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 simpler to have fewer things and it's you know when when you're used to the the philosophy of just not having a lot of things in the long run it's um it's much more frugal right you you don't you you don't buy so many things because you don't keep so many things you don't need so many things you just have the things that that you need and that that you like you're not tempted to buy yeah, and uh, there was a, a really interesting point made by um, by Michał Szafrański, which is that when you get used to this this hoarding mindset, that you might need it sometimes. Over time, as you get older and older and get from your 20s to your 30s to your 40s, you feel like you need more space and you feel like you need a, a bigger and bigger apartment simply because you need the space to keep the thing. And you know what? Apartments and houses are really, really expensive. So, exactly. you know, it, it costs a fortune in, in the long term to um, to have a lot of stuff because you have, you know, a little stuff. You don't need that much space because more of the space is for you. <laughs> yeah, completely. And 
I think we are stuck a lot, a lot in this mindset of of like, you know con consumption and consumerism that you know we have to get more and have bigger houses, have bigger apartments, have bigger cars, have bigger everything, and have more and more and more. And for me, one of the refreshing thing things after I've done my Marie Kondo treatment of my clothing and everything else, it was you mm -hmm. know uh, this refreshing idea that whenever I go shopping with my wife and she asks me, let's go and you know maybe check out, out new like new shirts or something like that. I'm like, no, I, I have my shirts. I don't need any, any new shirt. So I, I don't go there. Like I don't need yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, why, why, why would you go there? Why would right? I go there? Like, so, so you, I let you go when you have a need. Exactly. Exactly. If she wants to have another shirt or whatever, like I go, I let her go there. It's her thing. It's not my thing. But I'm just going somewhere else to, you know, to window shop something else, which actually might be interesting for me or which I might be looking for. Uh, so this kind of. It's, it's it's really refreshing. It's 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 that, that you know my attitude changes towards shopping because you know I I don't I'm not tempted again what I already said I'm not tempted to buy something because you know I know what I have, and very often we have lots of stuff but we don't know what we have, and that's one of the keys yeah. to this method. Yeah, I, I I had this so many times when I, I you know one time I, I realized this this pair of shoes that was collecting that was out. Right uh, near the door, I was collecting dust, and, and I, f I was finally like, "Okay, whose shoes are are there, and why isn't this inside the the cut the you know the the space for shoes?" And I realized those are my shoes, <laughs> <laughs> and I totally forgot because I bought them like a year and a half ago. I wore them three times, then the weather changed, and I forgot I own this thing. Yeah, and that's yeah. really strange. And getting back to to the the emotional issues with getting rid of things, it's like, you know, when I'm I would be going through my clothes, and it'd be very painful, for example, to get rid of something, even though it doesn't fit, uh, it's not as nice anymore. It has, well, you know, if, if it has holes and you know that, that's obvious, or if it's like too small or too big, like way too big, that's obvious, right? But but it's just something that's. You know, sort of for now, but I can I can walk in this in the house. It's fine, but you know, maybe I I don't I don't like it um, very much. But I I can't get rid of it. It it hurts me because, for example, it's something I got from somebody, right? Yes. It, it was a gift, and mm -hmm. then it feels like I'm not making my life simpler and making a simple decision of getting rid of a, a simple inexpensive object, which is this worn out T-shirt. But it's like I'm hurting someone. Like I'm, I'm, I'm hurting the feelings of the person that that got me this. That's really strange. But, but, but even I experienced this many times. Or, like my the, the the hardest for me is is getting rid of something that that pains me to see because I know there was a a bad decision. There was a bad purchase. Like something oh, yes. I I almost never wore that I don't want to wear, but. And I should I should get rid of it. Like it, it's 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 almost perfect, so I, I can give it to, to someone else or, or whatever. But I just I, I can't do anything about it because it feels like it, it's it's so wasteful to get rid of it. Like those are perfect pair of trousers, but 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 really it was wasteful to get them in the first place. Even though now I realize I don't want them, right? Yeah, it's it's um I've I've had the same experience that uh, the failed purchases they. They, they 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 hurt because yeah. you're like no I still want to keep it because because I bought it you know for the, for this purpose right it doesn't serve the purpose but I want to keep it let's keep it for now like and and, and no like no um yes the other day I had the same thing with the shoes I bought I bought uh, running shoes um, like two years ago and I don't like them they they hurt me like they they're not good so I've like I I kept them in the basement and I was looking at them. They were there, just like the same way you were looking at your shoes. And I, it was so hard for me to throw them away. But, you know, I don't need them because they are hurting my feet. They're not good for my run. I, I, I got a new one, a, a better ones, and they are great. So why, yeah. keep, why do I keep them? Well, it, hurts, it hurts me to throw them away. Of course they cost money. Yes, I know. But let's admit, you know, the failure. Admit the mistake, okay? Like, like this, 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 this notion of fail fast, right? So, yeah. so fail fast. Okay, these shoes are not good for me out and that's it yeah and, and th there's this really interesting uh sort of cognitive trap of thinking i can't get i can't get rid of it because this is still good right those are good shoes so this would be wasteful 
Yes. And, and, but, and yeah, and that's, that's the thing we have, uh, I think also in Poland, because we, you know, like, not you, because you were born <laughs> a lot later, but for example, in my case, uh, when I was still born in, in, in communist times, and I remember when I was young, we had nothing. So like, we had really literally nothing. So uh, you, you, the hoarding part was the default because you would hoard mm-hmm. for later because you want to keep it. You have it now, so let's keep it for later because you know you might need it or you like. You, I'm sure you will need it, right? So, so it, this hoarding. I remember this hoarding mindset was very bad. And um, the same goes with 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 dieting and food. You know, you don't mm-hmm. refuse not to eat the whole thing because you know it might it will be wasteful because uh, you know it's not always the opportunity that you have so much food right now. So just eat it now. You know, so this kind of uh, mentality—it was—I remember—it was was very engraved in in me growing up, and and for me, for example, just telling you that personally, for me personally, to give it up and to say it is it was wasteful, but it was wrong, so let's just get rid of it. it, it it's really hard. Yeah, the the wasteful part was was at the beginning, right? If it was a failed purchase, yes, right, and, and so like like sometimes it's sort of necessary evil, so. It, in some sense, it, it might be wasteful because it, it is a it is a functionally good thing, but like you don't need it, you won't use it, so mm-hmm. you have to get rid of it to get to a tidied up state to change your mindset. Like you're investing in in the future, like in not being wasteful in the future and getting so many things that then you don't want, right? And and in, in other um, circumstances, like I, I I have like like clothes which are. Um, slightly too like slightly too big for me right like th- yeah. they're not like way too big like i i don't i don't look ridiculous in them like those i, I got rid of like long ago right but but th- there will be clothes which i would wear sometimes but i don't feel good in them anymore and so it feels wasteful because those are like functionally good clothes yes but but like then the problem is like i i don't feel it they don't make me feel good i have a ton of like i, I really have a ton of t-shirts i'm fine i will be clothed Okay, and like in some circumstances, I can give it like if it's good, I can give it to my brother or someone who's like for whom the size is perfect. And in other circumstances, it's a thing I feel like it's wasteful to to give up. But then I I think about it and it's like, actually, no one wants this. No one. I can't even I can't sell it. I can't give it to someone. I don't really want it. No one wants this. And, And yet it feels it feels so bad to get rid of it. Yeah, completely. Um, yeah, of course, there is a chapter in this book about giving clothes to other people, and this is mm-hmm. and the danger of that, which yes, is yes, also I, I know, I know, also pretty, pretty um, uh, important. Um, uh, <laughs> but um, uh, but I've learned my lesson because because my brother is, as, as in your case, uh, his my brother is bigger than me. So um, so for example, I just got a T-shirt for my birthday. I just had birthday, and I got I got a T-shirt for my birthday, and for some reason, my aunt didn't comprehend that I, I lost weight. So she would buy <laughs> me the L size t-shirt. And really I took it, I, I thought maybe the sizing here of this t-shirt is, 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 is incorrect. No, it was correct. It was a very large t-shirt. So, mm-hmm. I, I, the, so I could do two things. I could t- tell my auntie to change it to, you know, for, for a different size, but I didn't want her to, to bother her. I just gave it right to my brother. Um, and, uh, and, but I always tell him, if you like it, keep it. If you don't like it, give it to somebody else or throw it away. And and yeah. and I always give him this, you know. It's not, you know, I'm gi- I'm not giving a gift, and don't yeah. be, you know, don't don't feel um, pressured to to wear it. It's just I don't want it. If you want it, take it. If you don't want it, throw it away. And, yeah, and, and I, I think I, that's I, healthy. I, I, you know, after reading that, I I, I will do the same thing. Uh, also, because I I don't I don't want to clean up and simplify my life at the expense. Of my family, mm-hmm. who still have the hoarding um, sort of mindset that that yes. they haven't dealt with, right? I I, I don't want to, you know, uh, fuel the fire, right? Did you give the book to your to, to your mom yet, or not yet? Not not yet. I I had to return it, but uh-huh. I I will borrow it um, again in 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 a month or, or, or so. You know, get you know, buy or, her yeah, buy, buy her a copy. It, she just had Mother's yeah. Day. You know, do it for her. Yeah. No, I. I, I should get get a, a copy because there's many people to whom I I, I want to to give this mm-hmm. book to, and, and actually like after like putting it on on Snapchat like at least one like one person actually wrote to me hey can I borrow this <laughs> exactly <laughs> all right bye Marie okay I, I I took a note of that <laughs> all right all right 
but so it, it hurts. It hurts also like like things I used to enjoy. It hurts because I, I think back to like times where, where that was good and I liked it, but I don't, it still hurts, but, but you have to, you, you have to, because tidying up is, is throwing stuff away, right? Like keeping things clean is easy when you don't have a lot of stuff. Like you don't really need anything fancy. Like, it, like really the only fancy thing is, is Marie Kondo has this fancy way of, of folding clothes, which is pretty genius, but that's like, let's just leave it for, for now. We'll, we'll just put the links in the show notes. But, mm-hmm. but otherwise, like you don't really need much of a technique once you get rid of most of your stuff because it's simple. Like you don't have to cram anything. Everything is, everything fits, right? Yeah, and and um, apart from reading the book, I I I think it's it's good. We would link the sh- to, in the show notes to how she folds because it's as you said, it's brilliant the way she's folding things. And also, there is also a video when she's cleaning up a very messy house. Of course, they 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 recorded uh, this kind of you know video, and it's also available for free on YouTube. So we'll link to that one because it, it's a very good idea to see the shock like when you enter this house and it's completely cluttered and you think there is no hope for this woman <laughs> and then there's there's this uh, petite japanese marie kondo coming in and uh, greeting the house and saying she will do, she will help her deal with it and then she does and then the house is completely different so um so yeah and 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 this woman insists that she needs a bigger house that you know this kind of house for her family is just not enough and then she realizes her mistake after she's She's been through Marie Kondo treatment. All right. So now hopefully we've, we've told you why it's important and why emotions are the problem. Yes. So now, Michael, how do you make the decision? How do you decide if, if you keep something or not? So first of all, uh, 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 there are two things important to this, mm-hmm. um, um, to, to this madness. So first of all, she gives in this book, she gives... Uh, um, uh, a, a list of you know in which order you should you know um, uh, clean things. So mm-hmm. um, and it's and, and and she insists on this order because she knows again where we are the most emotional and where we are the least emotional. So she wants us to start cleaning up the least emotional stuff before we move on to the most emotional stuff. Um, uh, and all right, so I'll actually read, read the, the order because I have exactly. my notes. Uh, so first you start with clothes, and since you probably have a lot of them, you start with tops, then bottoms, then things you hang, uh, then everything else. Then you go on to books, then on to papers, then on to miscellaneous, uh, and then uh, mementos, so like photos, souvenirs, etc. Exactly. And, and she insists on this order as the first thing. But second thing, and this is the key, and this is like the, the, the best thing ever. You put all your clothes in one place. Mm-hmm. And then you ask yourself, are these all my clothes? Before, and before you answer yes, you go through your house again and you see how many other clothes you, are in, you have in stuck in different places. Mm-hmm. Put them again to the same place. And then you do a round two. Because I've found shirts, T-shirts, jackets, shoes, boots, like in so many different places in my house. And I wasn't aware of them, just what we mentioned. I wasn't aware I was having so many, right? I thought, yeah, this is all, this, this is all, this is all. No, it's not. So so this kind of idea, and for this is key. You put everything in one place. Every item in this category, like for example, clothing, if every item, and then you uh, go through them. Mm-hmm. And uh, th- that's actually re- really important to gather everything and put it on, on the floor and then you know pick every item individually and make the make, make the decision and the reason why this is important is because if you if you try to like first of all if you try to clean it up in place the path of least resistance is just to let it stay in place exactly. when you when you gather everything first of all you realize how many things are there oh, then yeah. you, you know the, it, there's much less resistance to getting rid of something because you have to do as much work, you have to do more work to, to, to keep something than to throw it away, right? Uh, and then another thing is that, uh, like, it, it, it's key. You have, to, you have to keep all of this, the things of one category, of one kind, in a single place because if they're in different places, like, forget about, like, traffic patterns and all, all this, like, one place because the problem is finding things if everything is in one place it's easy and you see how many things you have and by cleaning things in place you forgo the opportunity to rearrange things all right but it, but but yeah. then you 
then you pick up the thing. And how do you decide, Michael? And this is the, the best question ever. And we've extended since, I mean, since we started reading the book, we've extended it to everything in life, actually. <laughs> joy or no joy? Oh, yes. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. With my wife all the time. Like, you know, Michael, this situation, was this joy? Not really. Okay. Or this drink, was this joy? No. Or, like, so <laughs> we really, like this joy, no joy is, is for me the, the answer to life questions really <laughs> so so um it starts with with and, and 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 it's it's very broad but on the other hand it's very emotional so you and 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 it's pretty straightforward because you pick it up you pick up this t-shirt and you ask yourself does this t-shirt bring me joy and mm -hmm. it's a different question than is this t-shirt practical is mm -hmm. this t-shirt sensible is this t-shirt worn out or not like no 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 none of these questions does this bring me joy Yes, and, and then you realize, okay, it doesn't, or it does. So as you say, you may answer it positive to all the other questions. It's practical. It's good. It's in good shape. It's you know, it's not, not worn out. You know, I've been given it by my uncle, and he's fantastic. Uh, but does it bring me joy? No, out. Yeah, <laughs> it's brilliant. Mm -hmm. It's brilliant. It, it it seems so so strange because it's 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 irrational. It's it's an emotional question, right? And, and there's other things like you know, you decide like, did you wear it in the in the last year, right? Yeah. And and this method of packing everything in a bag, leaving it for half a year, and then deciding like, I'm not saying this this is wrong, that this is stupid, but but like like, does it bring you joy? Is all encompassing because the problem is not rational. The the problem is emotional, so the solution must be emotional as well. Right, exactly. and, and it, it's all encompassing because if you, like, if you really, really, really need something, like, you know, the the, the papers of your uh, mortgage might not bring you joy, but but you know you have to keep it, right? The right. Uh, the computer might annoy you, but you know you really, really have to keep it. But but then you have things, you know, if something is is broken, if something is worn out, it probably doesn't bring you joy, right? And if something is good and you do wear it, did wear it in, in the last year, in the last week, in fact, it probably does bring you joy, otherwise you wouldn't do it. So, so this one simple question that focuses on the emotion, even though it, it seems like counterintuitive and I, I wouldn't think that it's, that's a good idea, it, it's perfect for this, this, uh, this whole ordeal of, of, of deciding what stays and, and what doesn't. Just does it bring you joy? Yeah, and, and, and really, we've extended with my wife this question to everything we do, like every trip, every, you know, as I said, drink, whatever, like every experience we have, was it mm -hmm. joy and was it not? Because uh, from there, and, and, and this is key for us, from there, we learn. We, we, it's, it's our feedback loop. Okay, we've been through this. Was it joy? Not really. Okay, so now in the future we know. Like, so we've learned something, right? Oh, was it joy? Yes, it was joy. Why was it joy? Because of that and that. Okay, let's let's yeah. let's do more of that. So this kind of very good. question, was it joy after we've had an experience, uh, is really good for us because it's again this joy thing is all encompassing. And and as you said, yeah. so 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 it's it's the key is the clue. So so Marie Kondo here just hit the nail. You know, um, it had the head on the nail. So. The joy question is fantastic. Yeah, one part that, that I, I really, really like is that tidying up is, you know, as Marie Kondo says, and I agree with it. And, and you know, I can say that even though I, I just read her book because I already went through many iterations of getting more and more minimalistic in, in my life, which is that tidying up is not a continuous process. It's not something you do every week. Tidying up is not something that, that you throw away one thing every day. It's not something you do, you know, uh, this room and then this room. No, it, it's a it's a one-time revolution, okay? Yes. It's something you do once. It's not something you keep doing mm -hmm. because it's not about organizing things. It's not about restoring the tidied up state. Like that, that thing is easy. That thing is, is so easy, you don't think about it when you have very few things and when, you know, one kind of a thing is always in the same place, then it, it, there's just no question. Like the, the, the big problem is getting rid of everything and in doing so, you, you are forced to change your mindset and your emotional relationship with objects. And once you go through the Marie Kondo treatment and get rid of so many things once, you will never be the same again. You will never want to get back to the, the previous state, right? And so you will never have a need to do it again, right? Like you, you might like 
once a year or twice a year spend an hour or, or two um, revising things because like we regress a little bit over time or you know things change in our life and the thing that used to bring us joy no longer does sure but like in, in general like it's it's this whole big revolution and it took me 24 hours a very intense 24 hours and it was easy for me right it was easy for me because but but still like it, I've done it once and that's it right yeah and we have lapses. So, so I, I, I for example, I, I have I, I've had some a few lapses right now, and also because I got some gifts uh, because of my mm. birthday. So, for example, what I will have to do is is, is check one category, which is sports clothing, because mm-hmm. I just realized that I think I have too many sports sports t-shirts, you know, to run. I don't need that many, so I, I have to go through this process again through the, my sports sports clothing, and also because. I've realized that I started putting them in different places at home, so I have to get mm-hmm. back to that. So I, ha- I have had a lapse with that. And second thing, uh, recently in my home office, which is, okay, we'll get to this, to this in, a, in, a, in, a, in a moment, but it's very well tied, very nicely done right now. Um, mm-hmm. But I just realized after this trip that we just that I, that I just had, um, and what you said in the in the episode that we'll link to uh, about you know having you know these these prepackaged you know. Uh, um, uh, pouches of things mm-hmm. ready for the trip I realized uh, I could do that and I could put them in one place so for example this I have to again organize I think two or three drawers here in my home office to make sure that I have these pouches ready and, and neatly um, prepared because I've been taking them anyway but they, but they were in different places so so we have lapses we have as you said there, there are a few moments where you have to revise things but other than that I can tell you from my experience it's been the same. Like I, I, I've never. It, 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 it's not like after a year of Marie Kondo treatment. Right now, if you go to my, uh, you know, you see my clothes, you will mm-hmm. see a total mess. No, it's it's more or less the, the same as it was um, a, a year ago. There are a few new items, but there, but some of the new, but some of the items are gone as well. Um, yeah. Things are ordered in the same way, more or less. So it's all like it's yeah, it's it's as you said, one time revolution, which keeps it's, it's a one time gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, as for gifts, like I, I think that 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 is a problem. Like uh, the thing for me is that I don't I don't really like gifts very much. Like you, you'd have to, you, you so like in in general, I I taught people not to give me gifts on like birthdays and uh, and Christmas and and whatnot. Uh, so I usually like on on Christmas, like surely there's going to be someone in the family who's going to like buy me like socks or something and I'm fine with with that like you can always get more more socks because they they get worn out uh but I I, I don't like I always I've taught people not to give me like trinkets or like 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 BS that I don't really need because then it's you feel obligated to keep it but you don't really need it because if you did you would get it yourself right and it's it's, it's pretty rare that that um uh something not in that category would be a a, a good gift that that's rare um so yeah yeah, and, and with, with the gifts, it's uh, as, as I said, I just had birthday, and uh, luckily it was also the day of communion of my girl, uh, of my of my uh, uh, oldest daughter. So mm-hmm. all the focus was on her, um, and and somebody like said uh, said happy birthday, but other than that, I didn't receive much, so which is good, yay, um, because um, again, uh, people don't uh, don't. I prefer to give gifts. To somebody like like yeah. like I, I I gave you gifts a few times because I knew that you would like that I I I I, I know yes. you I bought something that which I know you don't have but you might like and I would give it to you and there was no occasion nothing like that I just like here's this this thing you will like it and 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 it's a different situation yes. um, than different. than just giving a gift because it's birthday yeah so mostly that's it as for Marie Kondo a few very like specific things I, I would add to that uh, like what we mentioned before that's like the the, the key um, but as for like she mentioned clothes uh, and books papers miscellaneous and mementos as for books um, like only keep the sort of personal hall of fame the the things that really mean a lot to you because let, let's face it you'll never read anything else like you won't read that again right and also there are books you've you've never read that are on your shelf, and sometimes means never. And I I got rid of like I think two books, which have been sitting there since 2012. Like I I, I had to face it. I will never read this, even though I bought this, and it's good. So for example, this on my side, on my right side here, this is my personal hall of fame. These two, uh, mm-hmm. and um, 
this one on the left is is a list of books I, I really want to read, and but I have to revise them because, as you said, <laughs> these are the books the the wannabe maybe kind of. Yeah, so yeah. I have to revise these, and I want to revise these together with other books that I have downstairs. So again, there is another project for me to to go through them. But here on this on this right side, this, this is my personal hall of fame, and I I just keep them as as reminders of the ideas in these books. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and I like it. I like I like to have them. I, I just like having them around. Yeah, I mean, they I, give me I, joy. I kept, I kept, I think, like five or, or six books. I'll probably never read them again, but that's my like personal hall of fame. Um, there will be more, but those are in audiobooks, so exactly. <laughs> the, mm. Oh well, um, and I kept like three more because there wasn't enough to f- to fill the the shelf, and it would just like it would collapse. <laughs> so I, I kept I, I kept them, but I'm very conscious of the fact that they're really just placeholders. And once I get back, like. Uh, the the Michał Szafrański book, which takes a lot of space, I'll be able to get rid of some of those. <laughs> yeah. Um, as for papers, we talked about it. We'll link to the show notes. The the solution Paper to papers is get rid of everything. Yes. Uh, digitize everything. Um, the only thing left for me that's not digitized is some of the accounting stuff, but I will have to revise that. I, I didn't want to do that initially because I, I know it. Th- th- there's some like... Um, um, caveats that I have to be aware of because some of the thing, like, like a small subset, I think has to be printed by law in Poland. Most doesn't, and I just I didn't want to do that at the beginning when I set up the system uh, because it was new. Now it's a system that that is set up that I know works that I trust. So I'll have to revise it because I'm I'm really tired of printing stuff. Um, it's just worthless. And as for um, Folding and, and storing again, we'll link to it in, in the show notes. But a, a, a good like pro tip as for storing things is whenever you can store things vertically. So either in in drawers or um, when you don't have a drawer, then maybe in a box, mm-hmm. uh, like inside a on a on a shelf, but vertically, such that you can reach everything without going through the stack. And with exactly. uh, with with folding like clothes, like this is pretty brilliant because instead of having a stack of t-shirts, which the t-shirts at the bottom get really rarely used, yeah, they're rarely used and they don't look good because they have this whole stack which is heavy, and it doesn't look good. And when it's all vertical, you can reach anything from a drawer. Like you can pick anyone and you see all of them at once you don't forget you don't hide away the things that doesn't don't bring you joy and you should really just get rid of and they um and they keep they keep looking good because they don't have a whole stack of them uh you know pressing on them so even though they're folded they they look perfect yeah and um in my case, for example, because again, Marie Kondo in her book she's very specific about it, and um, she's also she's also um, very local about it because in Japan, mm-hmm. very often the, the apartments are very small. So so she's also like um, significant. She's really uh, highlighting this idea how to you know put things in such a way that they don't occupy that much space. But for mm-hmm. example, in my case, uh, uh, we have pretty we have a pretty big bedroom, so we have a pretty pretty big you know. Uh, wardrobe um, so for me for example I get to uh, I, I bought lots of hangers from Ikea uh, mm-hmm. and I hang all of my t-shirts and they look great they are, ha- they are they hang I can choose anyone anyone I want because they are as I said vertical they're just hanging there and mm-hmm. I do it because I can because I have this big thing and mm-hmm. um, and this is really nice because uh, it, it doesn't um, force me to have more I can just have more space between them so it's fine you know uh, yeah actually like hanging things in general is a bad a bad idea because it takes a lot of space but if you do have a lot of space then it, it's good because it takes a lot of space so you don't feel tempted to fill the the blanks with more exactly exactly so for, for, for example in my case just because i can and i have it so i just uh, it was it was also joy to just you know hang the t-shirts there so i, I really like you know opening the, uh, the the wardrobe and just choosing a t-shirt of, of my liking just maybe this one maybe this one so yeah but isn't isn't this actually sort of annoying like i i, I really dislike putting things on, on a hanger it's always sort of annoying i you don't have to fold it so I, you know, uh, I guess uh, that's right. You know, and you know. And okay, I'm sold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but 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 really, like um, having empty space is a, is a real problem. Like it's, it's the saying we mentioned, I think, from from Jason Free. When, when you when you have a bookshelf, you you f- you feel obligated to 
filled with books. And after I went through this Marie Kondo treatment, like I, I had few things already, uh, but but now like my problem is that there there's many spaces like there's some shelves and drawers which are empty, whereas there's nothing in them, and 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 that's a problem. And I have to look through the house for things that are mine, uh, like just mine that are in shared spaces and move them here to fill it uh, because otherwise it's just tempting to to create new mess by you know trying to fill space just because there's space yeah completely um that's why really uh, like for hanging really there is like you can you can adjust the the, the, the space between items so you know it's there they, they never feel that they like they, they and for example if you have a drawer you are more tempted to finish the drawer to make sure the drawer is full because otherwise mm. things collapse or whatever so yeah, true. In, in in this case and um and of course there is this uh tip of of using these kind of small boxes uh, from ikea or you know or from shoe boxes to put for example the the the, the socks together or the the the, the pants together i think the, the small items together so they don't occupy like you know the whole jar and just you know go around and just mm-hmm. i mean this was for me the key of this book as well so to put things back where they belong and this is this sounds easier said than done because mm-hmm. we are tempted to come back home like you know we are laughing at Marie Kondo coming back home and greeting her house and putting things back but because for but but for me this is one of the main takeaways from this book i i learned and you've been to my house i have a small safe where i put keys and and the safe you know is not very like it's not very sophisticated safe it's just a place where i put keys and documents so whenever i come back home really i go first to the safe i open the safe put my keys my my car documents because i don't need to wear them i mean keep them when i'm at home and just close the safe and this is for me and then put the shoes down and then i for it's for me the process of coming back home you know, I don't greet the house as Mari does, but I do that. And this process and this thing, it doesn't take lots of time. It takes like five seconds, really. Uh, but uh, thanks to that, I never have to search for my keys. I never have to yeah. search for my documents. They're always in the same place. I know for a fact. I, I stopped putting keys whenever I could, like because uh, here on this desk or this, you know, in the, in the, in the, on the kitchen cabinet or whatever. No, I put them back. For example, my wife doesn't. She's not listening to this show, so I hope she won't, you know, mind. But she doesn't. She likes to put her, should to keep her, uh, for example, documents of her car and and her keys in her uh, one of her purses. So whenever I want to take her car for some reason, I need to take her car. I'm like, okay, now, in which purse does she have the keys and documents of the car? Like, and then for me, it's a struggle always. I'm like, Chur. so I first ask her, and she's like, of course, in my purse. Which one? Right, so it it comes down to this, and with my car, it's not a big deal. It's always in the same place. And for mm-hmm. example, our nanny, she also takes my car because whenever she goes with a small one and whatever, she takes my car, and but and she's learned it. My nanny has learned it. She comes back, she puts it back back. So I know that uh, when I go downstairs and I want to pick up, uh, want to take the car, it's gonna be in the same place. So I know it sounds obvious, but it's also no, the same in my home office. It's because it's not to put things in the same place. So for example, when we travel, and we travel quite a lot, especially this half a year, I know where our, where, where the passports are, where the uh, national IDs are. Everything is in the same place. I know where the where we keep cash. I know where we keep, um, you know, uh, other documents. I, I know where I keep my, my chargers, my cables, my whatnots. Um, so, uh, and, uh, so, so this is key because then, as you mentioned already in the episode when you were talking about nomadic lifestyle, then you can pack in, in, in a split of a second, like very fast, yeah. because you know where things are. And what we did yesterday, when we came back, and I was very tired, but then again, I put everything back and put them everything, put put all these things back where they belong. So this way, my future self will thank me that these, these things are where they should be. Yeah, it, it always shocks me when uh, someone is looking for their keys or their charger or some like basic item like that. Uh, like, like for me, it, it, it's obvious that that an object in my house has to have its own home. It has to have a place where it is always, like it's its place and not just put it whatever or in one of three places where 
electronics and cables are. No, there's one place. And and that makes, like, there's no thinking involved. You, d- you decide this is the place for my keys, this is the place for whatever, and you always put it in the same place. And it's it's really that simple. But 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 you have to internalize. And actually, just yesterday, I realized that my, my headphones, my Bose headphones, don't have a, a place. I always put them whatever. And I, I should probably... Uh, print uh, some sort of hanger or a stand for for my on my 3D printer for my uh, headphones so that they have a uh, a home. Um, yeah, they do but, in my yeah. case because, for example, I have this dedicated iPad iPad bag, and as mm-hmm. I as I shown you, as I've shown you from on one side of this bag there are there are the chargers and all these you know small things, and on the other side there's a dedicated pocket for my for my Bose headphones. So if they are yeah. not charging, they are there. So I don't have to look for them; they're always there. Yeah, uh, and um, as for as for as for packing, um, I've I've been like recently uh, when getting back from a travel, uh, just sort of in trying to improve my my system of packing and traveling lightly, uh, sort of just for fun. I've been timing how much time it takes me to sort of disassemble, uh, ah. you know, to to unpack and put everything back in its place and run for the post-travel checklist to like refill the toothpaste and whatever in all the pouches and be like like completely done and back to the not during travel mode and it takes like i'm, I'm timing it to, to to see it but it's it always takes me less than 15 minutes now 15 minutes less than nice this is yeah. really nothing and when, when you when you think like when you like 15 minutes when you think how much effort it would be then to pack again and search for things, like check if they are there and whatever, and you know, it's 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 incredible. Like fifty, and that's why that's why like my wife yesterday was 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 a little bit angry with me that I I, I like disappeared for like ten minutes in my home office with this stuff, and she mm-hmm. was like, why did you did you go to home office? And actually, she's very angry when I whenever I go to my home office when it's not a weekday, but I'm like, <laughs> I went there because I had to put everything back where it belonged. You know, for ah. my future self, just like right. you did, and 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 that's why that's why like fifteen minutes for you, man. And then later, when you want to pack to go out, you'll be ready in no time. Like less than fifteen minutes, you'll be packed, and you will be as as, as last time. You will be bored and 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 counting the time when the when the train leaves. Yeah, it rarely takes me more than twenty twenty five minutes to pack. Uh, like like m- most of it is already there or in the two pouches which are already prepared because i i fill everything after the trip and not before the trip uh but depending on the situation like either like special things for i need for this trip and and clothes uh take a little bit of time but it 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 always takes less than 30 minutes and, and sometimes as little as 10 15 minutes to pack so all right but we're, we're getting off track so that's a life-changing magic of tidying up i will put uh in the show notes the link to my notes as always and uh yep. And we'll put the links to my article as well on that. Yes. And uh, there is also the link to the videos and whatever. So, uh, like, don't wait. Do, like, just next do weekend. It. Do it. You know. It, it took, took me 24 hours. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs>